0: Welcome to the Rebranded Teacher Podcast. My name is Lauren Fulton. I'm a full-time teacher, author, and seller on Teachers Pay Teachers, and I help other teacher entrepreneurs grow their TPT businesses in a way that's purposeful and sustainable. So if you're looking for actionable, step-by-step ways to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Today we have a very special guest, Raquel Johnson, and I am so excited that she's here because you guys, Raquel Johnson is a professional product photographer, and we all know as TPT sellers how valuable it can be to have professional, well-lit, crisp, clear, beautiful images of our resources to use on our covers, previews, Pinterest pins, blog really everywhere. And she's going to be sharing things that you can do at home to get your at-home product photography looking like it was done professionally. I cannot wait for you guys to meet her. She's going to be at Teacher Seller Summit showing you how to do this like step by step. But today you kind of get a little bit of a sneak peek where she's answering a lot of frequently asked questions about getting your product photography to look professional. All right, here we go. I want you guys to meet Raquel. Hey, Raquel. How are you? Hi, Lauren. Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to talk TPT product photography with you today. It's a subject that I know almost nothing about. And so I'm excited to learn from you.
1: I'm so excited to be here. So, thank you so much for having me
0: on. And I love talking product photography. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get started? Like, you know, obviously, there are a lot of people who go from like photographer to like product photographer, but then some people go from like TPT seller to then, you know, taking pictures of their own photos to taking pictures of other people's products for their photos. How did this happen for you? Like, how did you go from Raquel Johnson to (laughs) Raquel Johnson, the professional product photographer for TPT sellers?
1: Okay, so this is kind of a fun story because I have spent 10 years in the classroom teaching K through two. And after I had my second little one is when I started kind of feeling like I just needed a change. I was out of the classroom a lot because my kids were sick. And I was just really feeling like I needed to explore other options. So that is when I started my business. And that was a little over a year and a half ago now. And when I started my business, I knew the TPT side of things from a teacher perspective, as in I shopped on TPT every single week and was so grateful for all of the amazing resources that saved me time in my own classroom. However, I had never explored the business side of TPT. So when I jumped in, I really didn't know where to start. And when I kind of discovered that product photography was a thing, that immediately just sparked my interest. And I I love the creative side of things. I love taking pictures of my kiddos. But in no means did I have any professional training before I started. And I kind of just hopped in. I bought some supplies and I started practicing. And I will tell you, my first photos were terrible. And it took me a long time to really figure out my system and how to get product photos that look the way they do now. And I can tell you, I spent so many nights scouring the internet, looking for tips and tricks and trying to figure out the process. I just wanted to see, like, take me from starting to finish, how do you photograph a resource? Because the TPT niche is so different than other photography. And so that's kind of what led me to doing what I do now is once I really mastered my own technique and my own systems, that's when I started teaching other TPT sellers how to do it. Because I really saw a market, a lot of my clients, they love hiring me, but they're like, I can't I can't afford, I'm not in a place that I can afford to hire out every single product right now. And I'd really love to learn how to do it. And so that was about six months ago, I started doing one-on-one days where I coach TPT sellers and teach them
0: how to take their own product photos. I love it so much because, you know, for the very reason that you mentioned that there are so many people who need help with their product photography, but they can't afford to hire it out on a regular basis. And I love that you're basically walking them through an expedited version of everything that you learned from going from like, okay, I can take cute pictures of my kids to I can take professional quality photographs of products and you're helping them get to that same level, which is really Neat. It's usually like a VA service, but not so much like, let me teach you how to do this yourself. So I I love that. That's amazing. So, can you tell me a little bit Mm -hmm. about why product photography? Because, you know, I'm sure as if people are listening right now, like they've heard that it's really important to have high quality pictures of your products. Can you share a little bit about maybe some testimonies that you've heard or maybe some eyewitness testimonies from like seeing a product go from a like maybe taking just the PNG images of of the product and sticking it on the cover to this product was staged and photographed. Those images are being used on the cover and the impact that it's made on those resources. Absolutely.
1: I can tell you, just I'm thinking of one specific client that's shared. She has kind of a resource line. So her products, she has more than one product in a line. And what we did is we took her product that used to just have PNG screenshots, screen captures for her images for her preview. And we took gorgeous product photos that really told the story of how they're used in the classroom. And she has seen so that was about A little less than a year ago now and she has seen her data just skyrocket in the amount that she's selling it's the product that she's seen go up the most I don't want to say exact numbers because I don't remember off the top of my head but I feel like it was like a 200% increase something like that from just when she was starting with PNGs and I know the reason is because consumers are visual people humans are visual people and we need to see something in use before we want to purchase it. And when you're scrolling TPT, it's come a long ways in the past, you know, 10, 15 years. I'm picturing when I was purchasing as a brand new teacher to now, if you type something into the TPT search bar, you're going to see products that have amazing product photography that tell a story. And why wouldn't you want to click on those? Those are the ones that are going to capture your attention.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that this is especially important for like what you said for niches where product photography is the norm. Whatever niche you're in, I recommend going to TPT and taking a look at all the other covers that are popping up when you type in, say, a popular set of keyboard search terms and seeing how does your mock-up or how does your image cover compare to the products that are already on the market and do they even look as good? You know, because like if they don't look as good, like who's gonna click over to see your product? I know for me, like I'm in secondary math and you can still get away with not having all of your products staged and photographed and things like that. But when it comes to selling an experience to a teacher, like nothing beats product photography. And I've seen that like time and time again in my own business. I have a line of resources where I have like their graphic notes, coloring notes-ish. And, but basically, you know, the students are actually like coloring things in and they're lively and they're colorful. And I have PNG covers or covers made with PNG images of those graphic notes, like black and white on the covers. And then I have the product photography versions. So I have like two, like half and half. So some of them I had photographed, some of them I did not. And right now the top five in that line of resources, four out of the five are all photographed. So I see that happening in my store, even when I'm comparing like apples to apples within the same product line, the resources that are staged and photographed are outperforming those that are not.
1: It's really cool that you have that experience too. Like you almost have like A-B testing to kind of see the difference. So it's really cool that you have some products that have it and don't so that you can see what's working.
0: And also I've got a product line that's been on the market for a very long time and I'm slowly transferring over to having them staged and photographed. And so the new resources that are coming out, like I'm seeing them gain traction a whole lot faster because they've been staged and photographed. And I think it does really just help the teacher understand how the product is going to be used, which is really powerful for them. Can you talk to me about some <laughs> of the basic mistakes that you see TPT sellers making when taking their photographs that are causing them to turn out so
1: bad. I can tell you that I have seen in so many Facebook groups, I have literally heard people describe product photography as their nemesis, like they have used that word. And I think there's this whole mindset around product photography, because it it is so different from other product photography. And so I think that honestly is one of the first mistakes is people have it in their mind that they can't do it and that you have to Mm -hmm. be a professional photographer. And I am 100% here to say you do not have to like, it's a simple, Black and white steps that you can follow. You just have to know what to do. And this is like the very basic, most simple mistake that I see. But a lot of times you'll see people getting like blurry photos. And you're going to laugh when I say this because it is seriously so simple. But regardless if you're using a phone or camera, like clean your lens. You have no idea the kind of just scum that is on your phone lens. And think about like little finger touching it all day. People, it's in your pocket, it's in your purse. People don't clean their lens and their photos will turn out so much better if you just clean your lens before
0: you take photos. And that's so basic. Like that's so basic, but you're right. Those are things that I haven't always thought about and it does make a massive difference. (laughs) And then something else that is another
1: mistake is figuring out the lighting. And if you don't have the lighting right, it's really easy to get those dark shadowy photos or uneven lighting. And what I'll say is a lot of it does come into editing, like a lot can be fixed in editing, but it's more difficult if you have uneven lighting. So really... I'm not going to say that you have to have expensive equipment or even expensive lighting, but having some form of artificial lighting is helpful, even if you're using natural lighting as well. It's just tough because natural lighting can be so inconsistent depending on the day, if it's a cloudy day or too sunny of a day or if it's not coming in through the window right. That can be really tough if you're relying on only natural light to take photos. And so I'll notice when you get artificial light, I'll notice some people either putting the light too close. And especially if you don't have lights all around and you just have that one light and you're putting it way too close to the product, you'll start to see those harsh shadows. Or if you have that lighting too far away, it'll start to get really like dark and blurry. So that can be the trickiest part to figure
0: out for sure. So when we're talking about lighting, like what kind of light do you recommend? Because I've seen people with light boxes, I've seen people with ring lights. What kind of lighting do you recommend for product photography for somebody who's like they've got a little bit of wiggle room in the budget to maybe purchase one item or two small items or something like that. What what would you recommend?
1: The light that I would recommend starting with is by far a ring light. And the brand that I love, I don't know how it's pronounced. It's N-E-E-W-E-R. I've gone through probably four different ring lights. And I can tell you between buying like four different cheap lights and then investing in this, which was maybe a hundred dollars, it honestly was worth the investment. It's so bright. It's built really sturdy and it has a lot of flexibility for me. So I would definitely recommend starting with a ring light and then from there, if you want to build out and get some more lighting, you absolutely can. Just because I'm doing this every single day for clients. So I do have more lights than just a ring light. But if you're starting out, you don't have to have all of that. And I know some people have also had really good success with a light box as well. So a light box being one of those little boxes and some of them actually have the lights built within. And I know you can get those pretty affordable and some people have had good luck with those as well.
0: Yeah. And I think I've even seen some people like there's like DIY light boxes. Like you can kind of create your own light box too if you're on a budget. I've not used a light box. I have used a ring light, although not the expensive one. And I still struggled so much with getting like the lighting just right. And Would you know take these pictures and on my phone I was like oh these look beautiful but then I would get them on my computer and be like oh my gosh (laughs) it's yellow it's dark it's dingy so what happens when we take those pictures like we do everything that we can and then like now it's time to like just cross your fingers and hope that editing will work right (laughs) like that hope that you can edit some of those (laughs) out what are some tips and tricks when it comes to editing to get some of that those crisper clearer whites without distorting the image? And at what point do you just say, yeah, it's just not going to be crisp, clear white with the photo that I've taken?
1: So, okay. So what you bring up is probably the most difficult part of product photography for people is getting those bright whites, but still maintaining the colors because it can be really easy to overexpose the colors. And I want to kind of back up if that's okay to something you mentioned, and you mentioned building a DIY light box and if you could see in my studio right now, truly and honestly, I have a light box that is built out of Dollar Tree foam board. And that is what I use. I use a Dollar Tree foam board as my like background. And then I have three kind of built around just like a square. So I have one behind and then two on the sides. And so if you're struggling with lights, that would be the very first thing I tell you to do is build a light box. Especially if you're limited on the amount of lights you have, because what that's going to do is it's going to keep the light that you do have reflected and bouncing back in on your product. And I promise you're going to see a huge difference in the brightness of your photos. And that costs three, well, three three, $3. seventy five yeah. now at the Dollar Tree. Oh, that's right. That's so right. that would yeah. be it's a dollar twenty five cents now. So that would be my first suggestion. And then the other thing you'll hear me talk a lot about on, and if you're on my Instagram, you hear me plug this all of the time. And honestly, it is one of the things, the one-on-one clients that I work with, they have told me that this simple step makes the largest difference in their photos, but manually exposing the photo before you take it. So on an iPhone, if you're on an Android, if you're on a Samsung, all of those phones, you can adjust the exposure before you take the photo. And so what I do is I go into settings and I increase my exposure before I take it. And you're going to see that brighten up the photo without wrecking the colors. And you're going to get automatically a lot brighter photo to start with to go into editing. And it makes, I promise, a
0: huge difference. I'm going to try that when I get off the phone with you. I'm just going to like take a picture and see. Try if, like, it. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna that. I'm excited. So
1: all you do, and I'll be showing this setting when I present at the Teacher's Seller Summit, I'll actually be showing how to do this on a phone so I can try and explain it without visually showing. But all you do, if you're on an iPhone, you just lift up like when you're in the camera, you lift up with your finger, and you'll see a whole row of settings pop up. And you're just going to click on it's like a little plus minus thing. And that's the exposure. And you'll be able to increase the exposure. And what I recommend is just going up as high as you can until you see your colors start to change. And if you see the colors start mm-hmm. to change, then just back it up one. It's a lot easier to adjust exposure before you take the photo than after. Once the photo is taken, it starts to destroy those colors a lot easier. So that would be my other recommendation.
0: When we're talking about editing these images, like where do you edit your images at? Like, do you have a specific app that you use? Like, How do you edit them?
1: Okay, so I'll mention two different places to edit, and that's kind of the other secret to getting those bright whites is within the editing platform. I do have some secrets that I share with my clients that make it super easy to get those bright whites, and I use Adobe Lightroom to edit, and you can get it for free just as an app on your phone. But in order to use some of those more advanced editing techniques, you do have to get the pro version, which if you're just using your phone, it's like $4.99 a month. And then if you want it on your like desktop as well, it's $9.99 a month. But another one I recommend that's completely free, it's only an app, so you can't do it on your computer. But a lot of TPT authors I work with that aren't looking for another subscription, because we all know we have a lot of those, is Snapseed. And I don't know if you've ever used Snapseed before, but it's a very powerful free editor. And without going into too much detail, if you explore the Selective tool, that is kind of where you can get those bright whites in your photos without actually changing the colors at all. And then Lightroom has some more kind of advanced where you can really control getting those bright whites.
0: I've used Lightroom many times and, and I like it because again, I don't do my own product photography anymore, but someone had taught me the trick that once you, once you filter and you edit one photograph that was all taken in the same section, a session, then you can copy and paste those edits onto the other ones. And I thought that was such a game changer. Like even for my personal life, being able to like copy and paste the same edits over is such a massive time saver. So I would imagine that would be, and that's in the free version, right? Of Lightroom.
1: Yes. And you can also, I'm trying to, I think if this is in the free version, you can actually create your own preset. So basically you just create your own filter that you can apply to any photo. And Snapseed, that app also has the ability to create your own preset. And so that's another thing I recommend to people. And honestly, I have a preset, it's called TPT Clients. And my preset is pretty basic because if I make my preset like really specific to a photo, it doesn't apply to a lot of different photos. So it'll start to look weird. So my preset's pretty basic. It's just the simple things that I do to every single photo, but it saves me so much time because all I do is go in and apply the preset to every photo and then it gives me a good starting place.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. What a massive time saver. So let's say that somebody is like ready to dive into product photography and they wanna go ahead and they want to purchase some equipment beyond just like the DIY light box and maybe a little ring light, what kind of equipment would you recommend and what kind of budget would you say they need to allot for? Like how much they they allot for spending?
1: You know, honestly, it, it really isn't that much. I can tell you. So the light that I have, I have a ring light, the newer ring light, that was maybe about a hundred dollars. You'll see a lot of people use soft box lighting which would kind of be the next option. And those are those lights that they have those big boxes around them to kind of filter the brightness of the light. And those are just a little bit big for my space. So I went with just some professional LED lights and they're kind of hard to explain. But what I can do is I can share a link with you, Lauren. If you have like show notes, you can add the link in there. Yeah. but I have the link that just has all of my equipment on it. So if anyone wanted to see exactly what I have in my studio, cause they're kind of hard to explain, but they're basically just like longer LED lights. And I have two of those and I just purchased them off Amazon. I want to say those were maybe like $80. And I do have two like much smaller lights, but they don't really do much. So really the main three lights, they came to less than $200, which really oh. isn't bad. When you're looking at taking product photos and you're looking at spending maybe $100 or more per product to hire it out, whereas you can spend less than $200 and get all of the equipment you need. I love
0: that. So we've chatted all about product photography, like how you can take your photos or, you know, what you can do ahead of time to make sure that your photos come out looking polished and crisp and professional. And then some of the things that you can do after the photos have been taken to kind of help clean them up a little bit if they need it. Can you tell us where we can learn more about product photography from you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I I love talking about product product photography, obviously. So if you find me on Instagram, I'm at Raquel Johnson Simply Creating. I share tips pretty much every week. I'm sharing tips about product photography or video or using mock-ups. And if you hop on my email list, so I can also give you a link to one of my opt-ins. I have some free mock-ups and some free videos teaching you how to take Cover photos. I send weekly emails to my list, and a lot of them have tips and tricks and just helpful things they can try. And then you can also find me, my website's just Raquel Johnson simply com, and you can find out all of that info on there as well too.
0: Awesome. We'll put all of those links down inside of the description. Thank you so much for being here Raquel. Tell us a little bit about your session that you've got coming up at Teacher Seller Summit.
1: I'm so excited for Teacher Seller Summit and I'd say the biggest thing I'm going to be talking about is the basics of styling and staging your photos mm-hmm. using props and backgrounds to make your photos look professional. Another big question I get a lot of the time is Like, how do I stage? I don't know where to put things or how do I use props without using too many or where do I put them? So I'm really going to be digging into some different like photography principles and showing you, showing people how to stage, but also walking you through how the different settings on my phone that I adjust. And so it will be kind of like a workshop style. I'll actually be modeling these things and doing them as I'm talking about them. So people at home can print a resource. You can follow along with me and practice staging. You can be on your phone and adjust the settings with me. And I feel like that's just the best way to learn photography. And we know that as teachers that Modeling, direct instruction, and actually doing something is the best way to learn it. So I'm really hoping to get
0: some people kind of following along with me at home. Yeah, I'm so excited for your session. I think so many people are going to really enjoy it. And I love that you're setting it up like a workshop where they can walk away actually having practiced what they learned during the session. Thank you so much for being here, Raquel. I'm so excited to have you today, and I can't wait to chat with you soon. Well,
1: thank you so much for having me, and thank you for all your hard work putting together the Teacher Cellars Summit. I know it's going to benefit so many people, and I am just so excited to be a part
0: of it. So thank you, Lauren. Thanks so much for being here. If you want to learn more from Raquel, you can connect with her through the links down inside of the description. You can also find her at Teacher Seller Summit. She is going to be there showing you step by step how to take your own product photos. You absolutely don't want to miss this, guys. When we're talking about the price of Teacher Seller Summit, these sessions like Raquel's—they are worth the entire price of the ticket. If you can learn how to create or how to take your own professional photos, you can save so much money on hiring out product photography. So you don't want to miss this. Again, you can find the link to Teacher Seller Summit down inside of the description. Thanks so much for being here on the podcast, you guys. I appreciate every single one of you who share the weekly episodes on Instagram and those of you who are sending these to your friends. I thank you so much for that and for your support and just for being here every single week. I will see you right back here next week. If you wanna learn more and grow more with me, then you can find me inside of Rebranded Teacher Academy. Rebranded Teacher Academy is a low cost monthly membership that gives you access to my entire course and content catalog from courses for brand new TPT sellers like Selling 101 to more advanced sellers inside of Strategic Growth, Ditch the Overwhelm, a quick start library where you can pick any topic that you would like to learn more about, watch a short video, and then immediately implement what you learned with a corresponding workbook. But what RTA members tend to love most are the monthly challenge and strategy sessions where every single month, I give you step-by-step strategies that you can implement inside of your business in the form of a fun monthly challenge that helps you move your business forward every single month. If you want to learn more about Rebranded Teacher Academy and how you can become a member, you can find more about that down inside of the description. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you would share about it on social media and help other TPT sellers find it too. I'll see you right here next week.